Now entering Nerdist.com. Yes, welcome to Cash Withdrawal. Let me hear you. That was the, if you haven't heard the show, that was the Cash Withdrawal Sextet. And uh, this is their first live performance in a while, and it's exciting to have you guys here. We are at the El Segundo Comedy Festival. Who knew that El Segundo had a comedy festival? By pause, how many of you knew? Woo! Yeah, just, uh, just, yeah, just three, three of you that want. It's a great city. I got it to the lost city of El Segundo. A lot of people don't know where it is. It's nestled uh, between the power plant in the airport <laughs> and that makes it a perfect location uh, it's wonderful and you know it's sort of old fashioned town isn't it how many of you live in El Segundo by applause anybody it's very it's a very old fashioned city they still have a main street uh, they still are celebrating the end of prohibition uh, they have actually 37 bars in a two block radius <laughs> And we are in one right now. We're in a brewery right now. Yeah, come on, let's hear it for that. They also uh, have a silent movie theater. Anyone been over to the silent theater? Yeah, it's. Uh, I like going in there and just yelling, uh, yelling out, "Volume, please, volume!" And then they usually come over and they go like, "It's a silent theater. Don't worry about that." And then they walk away and I go, "Color." It's ex- Thank you, I appreciate it. We're getting y'all warmed up here in El Segundo, kicking off the, uh, the event. It's a wonderful place, isn't it, El Segundo? And uh, you're listening to Cash Withdrawal. This is the show for people who uh, are having withdrawal symptoms. I'm going to bring in my first, uh, uh, my first guest, Tassels. Can you bring in my, uh, my first guest, uh, Tassels? Tassels is... Okay, there he is. Lawrence Thomas is here. How about a hand for Lawrence? Lawrence Thomas, oh, how you yeah. doing, buddy? Oh, Did you just great. come to watch Tassels dance? I, I came to watch Tassels. Tassels dance. is my receptionist. If you saw her earlier, she was uh, putting her clothes back on, and uh, that's how she does her dancing, pretty much. It's an art form that a lot of people don't appreciate. Yeah, uh, just she to didn't hear, know I appreciated it. Well, to hear people yell out, "Put it back on," <laughs> uh, that was a good, good thing. It that, really was. That so, hurt me to the quick because you know how I feel about Tassels. Yeah, I know. She's the hottest woman that ever lived. My receptionist tassels. Uh, Lawrence had a thing with her. She wasn't aware of it, but um, uh, you know they broke up. She wasn't aware they were even dating in the that first goes, place. That, that goes without saying. I think she, who would know with her? You know, she loved me. She I was, haven't seen Lawrence since the Kentucky Derby. Um, we got to tell that story. Uh, I uh, you know I have a hobby of sneaking into things. I've snuck into hundreds of. Uh, Concerts, sporting events, Super Bowls, this kind of thing. And Kentucky was the hardest one. And the Kentucky Derby was one I had never done. So uh, I wanted to see if I could sneak in there and slide past the security. And uh, let's bring in our next. We have one more guest, apparently. And we'll have him talk. Steve Maison is here. Tassels? Are you going to send him in? Steve Maison. I didn't know he was going to be here. Didn't know he was going to be here. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Tassels uh, showed me in. She's fully dressed now. Fully well, dressed. Yeah. 
I, uh, I'm excited. I want to hear about this. Uh, you know, I've done some sneak-ins with you before, so I want yeah, to hear about Steve this. Steve has done, uh, wait, have you done The Who? We've done AC/DC. Snuck into the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood Bowl. What else? Uh, the uh, Monterey Eagles? Aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> can I say the most I've ever felt disrespected in this whole relationship between the three? I asked, can I sneak in with you? And he upped me, once me down, up and down. And he goes, yeah, you're a little big. <laughs> kind of hurt I don't my remember. I, you know, usually people that sneak into places with me, they work their way up. They start with movies. Uh, you started with the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Yeah, yeah. And we kind of work our way up into some of the bigger sneaks, uh, Super Bowls, things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, Steve and I did one. The Who concert was a nice sneak. Yeah, that was a um, my best sneak in. I think that was a, that was probably the best one. That's the only sneak in in my life where I've ever uh, where I've ever run. I don't run during my sneak ins. I feel that that's undignified. So, uh, <laughs> seeing I, how you run, I could see yeah. how that, that would be. The thing. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, you almost got caught. Well, so you had to I, run. I I went under a fence, and there was a, a lady there, about uh, probably about fifty years old, heavy set yeah. woman. And I thought, you know, she was about five feet away, and I figured I had got caught. And, uh, and then I thought about it, and I thought, you know, I don't think she can catch me. Yeah. So I ran the other <laughs> way into the thoroughfare. And uh, then I had to call you and sneak you in through a way. You uh, talked me through. I talked like you a, through. Yeah. I talked like you a, in. Yeah. A World War II movie where you're like, okay, go this way. Now climb up that ladder. And I got you no, into yeah. position. The, yeah, the key to great. any sneak in is you have to be in position when the band comes out. If it's a, a concert sneak in, uh, the band comes out. The minute a band comes onto a stage, no one cannot look at the band and be distracted. Including That's the, the moment you yeah. want to be in position with security to slide behind them, underneath them, over them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever it may be. So the Stones or the, the Who uh, were coming on stage. I, I called you. I got you into position. And then... Uh, I, and then I, right when they came out, you slid right past. Me. Yeah, there was yeah. a security guard there. I was behind a wall hiding, and you said, "I said there's no." I was on the phone with you. I was like, "There's no way I'm getting past this guy." And you said, "He'll he'll look away when the band comes out." And sure enough, when they said, "Ladies and gentlemen, the Who," like that guy kind of yeah. walked away to see him come on stage. It was great. Yeah. So Lawrence, you nailed it. Yeah, but there was one where I had to distract the security, where Steve was crawling past someone. Where I I, I don't know if it was that same sneak in where I had to An uh, earlier part. Where I had to distract a guy so that they wouldn't see Steve crawling past them, and I didn't really, I didn't really well versed in distracting <laughs> anybody, so I, uh, I just yelled out, "I'm like, is there a bathroom here?" <laughs> just really loudly, even though there was no. Like they would have no here. bathroom at the Hollywood Bowl. Because it's no, right sir. there. No, it's right there. And Steve, meanwhile, was crawling behind the guy, and I'm like, "Well, what kind of bathroom is it? <laughs> I mean, are there stalls or what are there? I'm kind of shy." <laughs> And meanwhile, Steve's, like, crawling right behind these guys. Well, there's stalls. I'm like, good. Well, that's what I'm going to need. I'm going to need a stall. And he kept crawling right behind the guy. And then he was in. And then I walked the other way. And the guy's like, didn't you want to go to the bathroom? I'm like, I don't have to go anymore. <laughs> so we got about four people listening here, uh, here at the uh, El Segundo Brewing Company. And it feels good to have the four down here. We're going to get to know you four. Yeah. One guy in back with a backpack. He's not sure what's going on. <laughs> uh, about six guys at a bar that are really just interested in drinking as much as they can uh, until at some point this makes some fucking sense. <laughs> like, why are these people talking at us? See, Bert, Bert Kreischer did one right before us. He's a wonderful yeah. guy, great podcaster. 
And uh, his group uh, watched a two-hour show, and then once he finished, everybody bailed. <laughs> Except for the extra good-looking people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All the good-looking people stuck around. The extra hot people, and they just wanted to see uh, uh, probably Tassel's dance. Yeah. And put it back on. We're talking sneak-ins here, guys. And again, they're starting to get a feeling that this crowd... Uh, Snuck in here. <laughs> Even though it's a free show, I feel like... I think there's someone crawling behind us right now. I feel like... This, Go around back. This crowd... This crowd there's is, a big door out back. This crowd is so disinterested. I feel like at some point they're going to sneak out. Uh, or they're going to demand we pay them. Uh, there's a lack of interest here. This guy is really one foot out the door. His head's against the wall. He's like, this is a good time for my nap. One He's guy... Pizza. Nick yeah, Hoff, an old friend of mine, he brought an entire pizza just to get through it. Uh, a lot of commitment here. But damn it, we're going to do it. And you know what I like? I like to not have any uh, amplified. I like to speak into a mic and have no amplifi- amplification. Uh, I prefer to yell my podcasts. And I like them early in the afternoon. I, I do most of my best work before dark. In fact, someone once told me, Steve, uh, yeah. he was a very famous comedian. It rhymes with uh, Ani Arson. And he once said to me, never do a live show uh, while they're still serving the Egg McMuffin. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Any show while yeah, they're still and, going. And that is, is happening. Yeah. The good thing about this crowd is we will not need the uh, the, the crowd feed uh, for this. We're just going to go straight. <laughs> I'm giving you guys a hard time. How about a hand for everybody that's here? Come on. Yeah. We're doing a live show, and you know what? It's going to get so crazy by the end. Uh, it's going to be packed, so keep your seats. Uh, it's exciting. Anyway, Lawrence <laughs> called me. He was in uh, Louisville for the uh, Kentucky Derby. Yeah, that's where they hold it. And... Uh, he said, yeah, I have an extra ticket for the Derby, and uh, do you want to come? And uh, I didn't want to go. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to go to Kentucky. I don't really want to have to fly around. Then I realized I was already in Nashville doing a show. It's only two hours away. I called him back. I said, sure, I'll go. And he said, well, my ticket's gone. And that's when I knew I had to go to the Kentucky Derby. Because <laughs> it was time to add to my list of iconic sporting events. Plus, I had already read that one of the lead horses was named McCracken. <laughs> and I pictured myself after sneaking into the Kentucky Derby yelling out, Release McCracken! <laughs> and <laughs> I, I really was curious if that would get a laugh. <laughs> and it got a much bigger laugh than you guys gave me. But uh, <laughs> It was killing the day of the Derby. It was oh, yeah. killing. 110,000 people. Right? Yeah, 110,000 people. <laughs> on mint juleps. 110,000 people laughed, just walking around going, Release McCracken! <laughs> and, um, but I had to sneak in first. So uh, I realized that uh, I had to rent a car, change my flight, and uh, drive to the Kentucky Derby and try to sneak in. And uh, I called my wife. Uh, I'm going to miss my son's baseball games. And uh, it's going to cost us $500. And uh, my wife, bless her heart, she said, I think you need this right now. Oh. She goes, I think you should do this. I don't think you'll ever forgive yourself if you don't go sneak into the she's Kentucky like, Derby. Uh, she's like Adrian in Rocky too. Like, win, Rocky, win. win. Like she's cheering you on. Yeah. I like it. That's a good wife. Yeah, she was. Then she goes, do what it takes to survive. <laughs> Live off the land. Eat things that'll make a billy goat puke. Uh, 
<laughs> so we're calling back things from previous shows. And uh, in front of the six people that haven't seen the podcast, there's a look of confusion. But this is all going to make sense uh, ten episodes from now. <laughs> in any event, uh, we, uh, I, I drove all the way to... Uh, well, first off, I was in Nashville. Has anyone here been to the Kentucky Derby before? Anyone been? No. Come on, no? people. Watch it on TV? Yeah? Yeah, right. You've seen it. Yeah, it's a, obviously. <laughs> That's close. Yeah. 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 So. I snuck in with you. You snuck in with me? <laughs> no, I, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> That's a tall tale. <laughs> We won't have that on the show. <laughs> he was there. <laughs> we got a witness. <laughs> I uh, I got to the Derby and it looked very difficult. It's a it's a big sporting event. You know, I had never done a sneak in in the South, and they uh, a lot of people in the South carry uh, guns. Yeah. Had you heard about that? Yeah. yeah, I've got one right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I was a little nervous. There was a lot more police than a lot of the sneak ins I've done, and uh, I tried to slide through this entrance uh, with. The other thing is they have turnstiles, and turnstiles are the uh, the bane of my existence as a sneaking artist. Uh, it is hard. There's never been a really good answer to getting over or under a turnstile. Uh, they can notice it, you know. It makes a noise. They can take your ticket. So yeah. turnstiles are tough. There was a little handicapped entrance with a turnstile uh, next to it. I thought that was a good spot. Went in, was immediately caught uh, and uh, tased. <laughs> for two to three hours. I'm just getting your attention. I wasn't tanked, ladies. Good. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. She, she seems concerned. She's like, that was she, the best part of the story. She's a lot of empathy. <laughs> Whatever. Come on, sneak in, boy. Get to the point. It really, would have been better had you been tanked. <laughs> there's literally six people uh, at the podcast now. I Guys, we should have done this in a hot tub, should we? <laughs> There's no reason. We could have done it's this. It's not a, too late. Could have done this. That's what these things are, basically, aren't they? These, here we could have done this at a, on a, We could have done it on a ski lift. Yeah. Uh, we, there were a lot of ways we could have done this, but I'm glad you have beers in your a hand. Minivan? Yeah. I was not tased. She just thought I was cheating, uh, cutting in line, sent me to the back of the line. I knew I had to do something different. So I went around the side, and uh, uh, I uh, looked for an opening. I went into a, 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 a restricted area. And started uh, crawling past security. Um, some of them, you know, probably were in sight, sight lines at certain times. Yeah. I had to duck in behind things. And eventually uh, I got into an area. Uh, it, was, it was pretty hairy. At one point I had to nestle myself between a, a, a green tarp and a fence and just crawl inside of it. Uh, the whole thing took about 25, 30 minutes. And all of a sudden I came up some stairs. I didn't know where I was. And now I'm inside the Kentucky Derby. And uh, it was like a fairy tale, Lawrence. Uh, everyone's walking around with these big hats um, with feathers on them and that kind of thing. Yeah. What are those called? Hats. Hats. <laughs> Fancy hats. Chick hats. <laughs> Kentucky Derby hats. The fascinator is the small hat. The, the big hat is the big hat. The, yeah. Uh, bonnet, maybe? Bonnets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, bonnet. Everyone's very dressed up at the Kentucky Derby. It's very fancy. I was actually underdressed for the event, um, which was concerned me. Then someone, <laughs> I asked somebody how much it cost to get in. They said it's $450 because we're in the all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink area. So I started eating and drinking as much as I could. Lawrence, I reached out. I said, the eagle has landed. <laughs> Sent him a picture of a race that had just happened. Right? 
Which it was uh, the, the horse that won the first race was called. <laughs> the eagle has landed. All right. <laughs> hey, was this? I have a question. Not yeah. to interrupt, but yeah. was this considering it's the Kentucky Derby? I would assume a ticket for that's three, four hundred bucks. Yeah. My four, ticket four. was that I was going to sell him was four hundred dollars. Okay, and then for that area, but then the free liquor, free food is the, was this the most uh, expensive sneak in you ever did? Like the, oh. the highest. Value sneak in? Well, I'm sure. Okay, I think an NBA final now is up to five hundred or thousand dollars. Right. But not. Yeah. yeah, Right. More. More. But not free food or drink. I mean, that that, you can make that a buck fifty up pretty quickly. Right. right? Um, The. uh, Yeah, there's been some expensive. You know, even even that Eagles concert we did, we were right next to the stage. Right. I don't know how much that would be. Yeah. could you turn up the beer maker? <laughs> this gig is this gig isn't difficult enough. I need people making beer. More hops! More hops! Can you Can you back up the forklift? Okay. So uh, Dave, we just doubled our numbers. We have four, we have six six really loyal people here. That's more than we had the first yeah. time we did. It's pretty awesome. Oh, We're having a good time the with these four. We're telling the, uh, the the story of my sneak in. I snuck into the Kentucky Derby last week, and uh, so I get in. I'm eating and drinking. I reach out to Lawrence, and he says, "Hey, you know, it's going to be no problem to get over to my section. You just have to kind of sneak past security again." I got caught trying to steal him bracelets. Yes, because you got to have a bracelet for every level you go to. So he was trying to sneak, steal bracelets so that the second sneak in wouldn't be so hard. So now I have kind of a decision to make. Yeah, I'm in a great area with free food and drink. For the Kentucky Derby, and I haven't paid for it, or I have to sneak back out and back in again to be with my friend. And what would you do? I would have stayed. And that's Stay why you're at, right? And that's why you're here drinking beer right now. <laughs> the woman with no empathy. <laughs> oh wait, it is. She paid for it. Oh, there you go. It's the right decision. She was the no. She was the one that was glad I didn't get tased. Oh, I thought yeah. she was the one. I was, was thinking you could have gone in as a jockey. As a jockey. Yeah, wow. Okay. Now I'm being now, heckled. Yeah. Now, now I'm being a, yeah. I'm being heckled at a podcast taping. Okay. This was a I good think idea. She's the one who turned on the steam in the back. You know, I, that's why they have us on this raised surface, so, so that you won't uh, yell yell uh, mean spirited comments about my size. You don't realize I'm about five foot five inches. It's like turnstile. You really... Can you walk under that? What, what happened now, there? Now, now the guests are piling on. What? I said now the guest is piling on. Yeah, why did you be a yeah, Come care. on. This is the worst experience of my life. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> We're recording it. Yeah. Thank God we have it, Thank for, God we have it for the rest of our life. Call the Reagan Library. Incoming. <laughs> Next year, we're just going to replay this. Yeah. In any event, uh, I feel like I snuck onto this podcast and I got to, got to the wrong place. But okay, so ladies and uh, and lady and gentlemen and uh, two people that I feel like you guys are are you guys going to make out at some point? You've been very close all night. Yeah, oh. hopefully. Okay. Yeah, so that's what this is about. I hope so, too. Podcast, wow. bringing people together. I like it. Yeah. yeah. In any event, I like that. Uh, so I'm trying to decide what to do, but you know what? Uh, it's all about friendship. I wanted to see Lawrence, so I left that area, and the second sneak in was not as hard as the first. I had to get by some security. They were really, I still stayed inside the, per- the, the perimeter of the stadium. 
So all I had to do was get by uh, one security person. I got nabbed a couple times, but the third one I was able to get in. And then I uh, got to Lawrence and just yelled out, Release the Kraken! <laughs> and the thing is, Lawrence, the first thing he said was, You're my hero. And he broke into song. <laughs> Did you ever know that you're my hero? <laughs> wow, that was pretty good, wasn't it's it? That's not bad. bad. I don't know the rest of the words. You and Bette Midler. The acoustics it would are be fantastic. Midler. <laughs> when the blender's thanks not going. Thanks for playing, ma'am. I would have think a woman of your age would know her name, but... Uh, no, I'm kidding. You're done. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Me and you together. We're going to give you a microphone lady. Later. Right, trust me. If they so, make out, me and you are making out. That's all I'm saying. 100%. Yeah, but, you know, Lawrence... Lawrence oh, it was, was about to happen. I, Lawrence said I was just here, but he didn't... I thought it'd be funny if we do like a sketch where we show all the other things I do that make me not such a hero, you yeah. know? <laughs> Maybe I, I don't know. Don't look at me. Well, these aren't true things. These aren't real things. But it'd be funny to do a short movie about me, about the great sneak-in hero, Cash Levy. They show me doing all these sneak-ins. And then they show some of the other things I do, like, you know, you know, fit and lie about being in the military. I use military discounts. I use handicapped parking spaces. I steal things from people. It gets darker and darker. Eventually, I'm, you know, uh, taking advantage of people and maybe even committing some acts of, of treason or murder. And uh, I thought that would be a good short film, which I'd like you all to be at the screening at because you guys. <laughs> I think they have a show like that. It's called Fox. Have really pumped up. <laughs> she's adding a she's adding a joke after every joke. <laughs> um, she is. And getting better laughs. She, she's, wow, uh, she's really. And we'll have to cut that part out. Uh, yeah, at these two, he's just working his game yeah, here. There's a guy right. here that's just working his moves. I, uh, I got the prime sight line. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna make out. In any event, that was great. Guys, we have a lot of fun things to do on the show. Uh, I, hopefully we'll keep you more interested than the, you know, a guy snuck into the Kentucky Derby, which probably has never been done, but you guys apparently don't give a shit. And, uh, <laughs> uh, like, apparently that's, you'd rather, you know, have me talk about nipples or something. So you know what we're going to do? Rorschach test, you know, it's a, and that's the cash withdrawal sex test. They're really, they're really they're getting fantastic. into it, by the way. You know, they don't mind playing for such small crowds. Uh, they actually, you know, uh, before I did the sneak in at the Derby, I did a little warm up sneak in the night before at the Bridgestone Center. I snuck into Luke Bryan in Nashville. Now, Luke uh, was actually pouring beer on the crowd, which, as much as I like an artist, is there a limit of things you'd want poured on yourself? Yeah, I wouldn't like during the beer. A concert? I don't think- I don't want anything poured yeah. on Yeah, maybe water if it's like really hot, like a summer Coachella contest, concert, they throw some water on you. But yeah, I think I'd be pissed if someone threw beer yeah. on me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, he, like, was, what do you want? he was throwing uh, tequila into the crowd. Uh, yeah. I just think there's a certain, you know, you'd have to really love an artist. I can tell these are yeah. some loyal fans of Cash Withdrawal. And, you know, right. if we were to, you know, throw something into the crowd, you guys would be happy, right? Yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, like, whatever they start, like... Whatever you Luke you know, Bryan, there, yeah. There are times in your career where you just kind of rethink your whole choice of, uh, <laughs> of doing that career. Uh, 
Yeah, you know, you're like, you know, underwater welding might have been a good thing as a backup position, you know, a backup plan. Still time. Uh, well, time. Speaking of time, I wish I had a time machine and we could just go back to when Dave said, hey, do you want to do the El Segundo Festival? <laughs> Somehow when I heard of the word festival, I didn't think of six people and one lady yelling out how small I am. Listen. <laughs> how she could make better jokes than me. And one guy just cramming a pizza down his... <laughs> I'm not a, uh, uh, a wordsmith, but I think it does come from the word festive. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> which, which insinuates lively... Did you, ever, did you ever see the movie The Day After? Uh, that's what it's like following a Burt Kreischer podcast. Uh, so, uh, so, so we're doing the Rorschach test. And uh, have you guys noticed, ladies, have you noticed the man bun? Some of the men have the... Gross. It, you think it's gross? 100%. Okay, well, here's the I'm Rorschach test. Uh, uh, it's based on the man bun. Pubic bun. Wave of Hi. wave of the future, so much better, right? Oh, you think it's yeah. hot? Lower back, hair. Lower back hair. That's what he's rooting for. He's got something like, like a that. Tail bun. Even you the pubic. How do you yeah. shave your lower back? You have to have a friend do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What time? <laughs> Let's do it now. <laughs> uh, do you like the man bun? Have you seen those? Nope. Yeah, not really. No. Uh, you don't not like that? How about bald with a ponytail? Is that a look that you... I don't care for that look. Either. Okay. What is your favorite hair f- hairstyle, ma'am? Well, uh, preferably just hair. Just, just hair. hair. Okay. Well, yeah, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> Lawrence, Lawrence, yeah. Lawrence wins the game. <laughs> I'm a, they call me the, jo- the hairless jockey. That's the, Did yeah, you ever know that you're my <laughs> hero? Hero. <laughs> but some men are look good with bald hair. Yeah, that's thank you so much. You know what? But she I, said some, some. Yeah. Hey man, catch me up. What have you been up to? Since you've been gone, since you've been gone. Okay, yeah, so they just threw some uh, some Snickers uh, out of their booth <laughs> into the crowd. Did you guys catch those? Yeah. The, you know, they go crazy. And of course, uh, Tassels is up dancing and back still. Uh, since you've been gone, we're going to talk about some of the things that have been going on in our lives. And we. Uh, uh, I went skiing with my kids. We, I, you know, I have a four and a six and a half year old, just uh, grasping for some topic you might stay interested in. And <laughs> and I have a four and a six year old, and uh, uh, they were making some noise one night about ten o'clock in the hotel, and three security showed up uh, to all at once. Yeah, all at once. Like the very first response. Yeah, the was first three. response was three. Seems like overkill. Yeah, I, I think that's overkill. I Joe Terry's me, one. bro. Yeah, come on, ease up. Put your gun back in your holster, muchacho. Okay? They're like, we got a three, four, five, seven here. Three, four, five, seven. And uh, got a three, two, three footers. Hey, put your hands up and put down the lollipop. It's put, like they were completely. Yeah. yeah they were, these kids were completely uh, in trouble. You in the Yoda pajamas. Put it, put it down. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to, if you're security, you have to, you, don't you go in easy first? You got to yeah, like one guy easy. so that you can come back with three guys, right? Isn't isn't that the... you got to do the good cop, bad cop right, with a five-year-old. Right. If yeah. you start with three people, how do you escalate from that? Yeah, there's three. nowhere to go. Right. You don't have a, a chopper. Yeah, a chopper <laughs> outside the SWAT teams here for your, so that was your a kids making much. noise. Yeah. That was a little much. Uh, do we have kids here in the crowd? Nope. Oh, thanks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Young Nick's man. got a kid. Uh, Nick, have you taken him skiing yet? 
It's great, you know, it's, it's great because kids can't get hurt when you take them skiing. They can't. They will take a fall. They will take like an, my kid's four-year-old, they'll take like an agony of defeat fall. <laughs> Remember the agony of defeat? That fall with a do-do-do-do with the guy, which that guy must have been really proud of that footage. <laughs> Grandpa was in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, little, I'm a little jealous of him right now. Let's take, let's take a look at the footage. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> This is the agony of defeat of podcasts. They show us at the, the, the thrill brewery. of podcasting. <laughs> the agony of defeat. Uh, we're just stalling till the rest until the rest of the group gets here. But um, you thought it was no. Good? It's good. It's sort of like when you do a, a radio show at like a car dealership, and they didn't really expect anyone to be you know around. Yeah, you know, like. It's more like that kind of a show, you know. Yeah. And but the people at home it makes no difference. They're driving, and uh, we've got a lot of entertaining things to talk about. My son fell. Just he, take these terrible falls. And you were worried. You, you think he's got to be hurt? You see him fall? Oh yeah. Yeah. And you walk over, and he's like, "Dada, I'm fine." And uh, it doesn't matter. You can't get hurt at that age. That's why I think early in their lives, Nick, you should be doing very dangerous things with them. This is the uh, time. You yeah. know, don't. You know, this is where you you teach them to. You know, to snowboard, to ski, uh, to, to uh, bungee jump, <laughs> uh, skydive, sky hamster, hamster ball, hamster, hamster ball, hamster ball. Is that a you know real that, thing? Yeah, that big ball. Is that what that's called? I don't know. Where you get a person in a ball and you just roll them down a hill, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. the cliff thing. MMA, cliff, thing. cliff diving. Yeah, yes. not not really what I was thinking about, yeah. but uh, yeah, <laughs> where you just roll them off a cliff. That's actually a, a, a felony, I think. Demolition <laughs> derby. <laughs> Can they drive? It's <laughs> old enough. But it's important. It's important to do that kind of stuff early. Uh, you know, uh, what have you guys got going on? I thought uh, I've had the total opposite experience. I took my daughter to learn how to, to snowboard when she was like seven, and the I thought the bunny slope at Mammoth was like the first twenty minutes of the movie Saving Private Ryan. Her <laughs> yeah. body's laying everywhere, people screaming, "Daddy!" I'm like her belly crawling across the snow. Mister Thomas, go to hell! You're not my kid. You know, to, I thought it was terrible. Man. I thought, I thought it was the worst experience. Finally, we get to the bottom of the hill. She's like, "I gotta pee." I'm like, "I gotta pee too," but you're so cold. Your thumbs don't work. You're trying to unzip layers. Finally, I just said to hell with. And I peed in my pants. Like, oh, that's warm. <laughs> this is the horse whisperer right here, by the way. That's it. He picked. Okay, so we did this par. What was it? What was it's it called? called? A show parlay. You put five dollars down. Everybody in the group puts in five dollars. You bet a horse to show. If it wins, you roll that over to the next race, and you keep going. Right. So he's the expert. He's from Louisville. On the final, we had we had, we had compiled a great deal of money by the last race. And Lawrence was in charge now, and he picked a, a horse called, what, Storm Chaser or something? <laughs> yeah, Thunder Snow. Thunder Snow. Okay. Now, if you watch footage of the Kentucky Derby, go watch the footage of yeah. this. Thunder Snow. Thunder Snow. We were going to make, uh, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars yeah. on this. We were going to own Churchill Downs. Yeah, we were basically going to be able to, we were going to be able to buy Bob Baffle. <laughs> right? We are going to be able to buy him and make him our personal uh, assistant. Yeah. And uh, if we won this race, and the the... the the horse that he chose, uh, I guess it was not a mutter. It wasn't. It was muddy that day. It, it went straight. It left the gate and went straight. It, it tried to buck the rider. Uh, <laughs> went straight to the side. It was playing in puddles. 
It was playing in yeah, puddles. It was basically playing in the puddles. So it you was raced in Dubai. It. Uh, it was dead last. I don't think it finished the race. No, it never finished. It never even made it. It didn't go down the stretch, man. It's the most embarrassing moment in history. Where did they take it? It just kind of walked off. It was looking for a bracelet it just walked to get into the free food section. <laughs> You would think with a name like Thundersnow, he'd do well in the weather. Yeah. You think that would be like, oh, it's totally a problem. Not at all. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, I thought, and then Kraken, McCracken was about 10th, so it just didn't turn out to be that good of a thing. A lot of people were rooting for that horse. Yeah. Big fan favorite, McCracken. Yeah. 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 So then we get back to, uh, we partied all night. We get back to Lawrence's friend's house. I was sleeping on his, uh, his friend's floor, and there were these two guys in my room. Uh, uh, who were uh, snoring so loudly that I had to go outside to the car and get some earplugs. And the door just closed right behind me, and I could sneak into the Kentucky Derby, but I I couldn't get back into the house. (laughs) (laughs) So I went to the airport, stayed awake for 24 hours. You know what, guys? I think it's time to tell a few stories about our... Because this feels like the beginning of comedy, like when we first started. Can you, do you guys remember your first jokes you ever told? I was a prop comic. Were you really? I had, I had one prop. And it was... What uh, was it? I had a, a microphone? <laughs> <laughs> I had the mud flap, you know, the trucker mud flap with yeah. the naked lady yeah. on it. I had one of those. And then I had cut out a silver sheep. <laughs> like, a, like a trucker could get more redneck than he would have sheep on his mud flap. Where was this? Zanies in Nashville. Okay. And Bar- Did that work? I Lenny, thought that worked. That's a good worked, joke. It worked, but Lenny Sisman walked up and goes, hey, man, lose the mud flap. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was your first joke? Uh, my first joke? I don't yeah. know, man. You Do you know your first joke? Do you remember? Yeah. It's a, I dropped it pretty quickly, but uh, it was, uh, uh, all right, everyone ready? Here, here we go. This is my, my first stand-up joke. <clears throat> uh, my girlfriend uh, said she's on her period, but I think it's more like an exclamation point. <laughs> but that's better in high school when it was a question mark. <laughs> that's quality writing. Yeah, I mean, I like that you, you were cocky enough to know you'd need a tag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That going to get enough. That laugh's going to be so big, we're going to need a tag for this, right? You know? I like the long pause. You, you know? like that, right? I was pause for laughter. Hold a beat, right? Hold for laughter. I think mine was about, you know, the... the uh, the, the maxi pads with wings, you oh, know, with flying wings. around. Yeah, yeah, flying around. You know, that was a big, yeah. you know, that was right when that I was started. Right. That was right when those inv- were invented. Yeah. Yeah. My first joke was this one, ladies. Uh, I got a weird fortune cookie today on the way to the show. It said, a starship ride has been promised to you by the galactic wizard. I don't want to shock anyone here tonight, but... Fortune cookies are starting to lose their credibility a little bit. What are the odds that the galactic wizard would let me ride in his starship again? Again, and that's what again, the big laugh yeah, right. yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like hey, it. You wait. got it. You know what? We're all such comedians. All three of us right now are like, I think I can bring that I, back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's got some I, uh, shelf life to it, baby. <laughs> well, I actually did that joke on TV just because I wanted to do my first joke I ever wrote 
on TV. Even I kind of shoehorned it into yeah, the set. Yeah, I like that set. Yeah. Ferguson, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, you know what? I still think it's a funny joke. And the truth is, I did get that fortune cookie. That I did get that fortune. So, you know, that's, that's, a, great, that's a great story. And that's, that's going to be on the wall of fame. <laughs> Here at the Elsa Brewing Company. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be. You know what? You know what? Elsa Gunther needs more places to drink. <laughs> you know, Main Street is just like it used to be. It's like I, I know it's. You can walk to every bar. It's great. People are having duels in the streets. You never have to bump into the trees. They all cut down last year. Sorry for the controversy. <laughs> I'm killing with the political crowd. Eternal existential quandaries. Eternal. All right, yeah, they're doing a little extended dance version there. Yeah. Thanks for getting closer, Sturt. Uh, we have one gentleman who just yeah, he's coming in. Tripled our numbers. He's sitting right next to the. Uh, the bar here, and I think he just thinks he'll get better service if he's closer. <laughs> How wrong he is! <laughs> Even the bartender's going further away. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys are up here with me right now. I, uh, I bet you are. <laughs> I never experienced the Holocaust, but this is a lot. <laughs> In any event, guys. I want to just talk to you about setting the clock forward. My wife's been setting the clock forward. I, is there a certain limit to how far it should be set forward where you're not fooling anybody? Nope. I mean, when you set it, yeah, no, no, there's a limit. And I think it's double digits, right? I think it's when you get digits. past 10 you minutes, past yeah. 10 minutes, you're, you're just redoing, you're doing the math in your head. An hour ahead? My wife. My you wife, trick yourself for yeah, an my hour. My wife sets the clock forward. Wait, you're basically, you're experience, you set it an hour forward. You're experiencing daylight savings every time. <laughs> That's just, every time you go yeah. anywhere. It's basically... <laughs> we, we lost the person to the Burt Kreischer audience, but uh, her husband and her, he refuses to change it. So oh, he refuses to change the clock? Did they talk about this? The same topic? Maybe. maybe okay. I think they like saving time, but yeah. he won't change it. Yeah. Their clock I don't think you should out. get... I don't They're think going from the kitchen to the dining room, you should get jet lag. You know? <laughs> I think... Yeah, I, yeah I, don't, I think you should at least... You know, my wife's car clock is like an hour different, you know? Uh, so it's on stand. It's on yeah. Mountain Time. She drive a DeLorean. What's that? <laughs> also, like I have another friend that sets his he's, he sets his calendar forward. He's he's in, he's in 2019 right now. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. No, no. No. He sets it. He set it. He set it forward two years. I know. Yeah. She's correcting the math on the show. And. Uh, <laughs> Linda's going. Not that they care. We oh, care. Yeah. Linda's, we do care, Linda. Yeah, she's contributing. Yeah. Come on. Linda, without care. you, I care. without Linda, the podcast would be pretty much like it always is. It would be a lot of fun. <laughs> It'd be just the three of us hanging out, uh, telling stories. Now, you're great, Linda. Linda just got another beer. and yeah, Her friend's drinking said. water because even though they're walking home, uh, she might need a, a, a human crutch uh, yeah. <laughs> to lean on. But, um, yeah, I think, I think people say, how far do you set your clock? Forward? I don't set it at all. I don't even use a clock. I don't believe in the clock. This is just decoration. I can't even see it. My eyes are so bad. I just, I did the whole, why do you need? You go by the sun? You got a, everybody's got a phone now. Why do you even, 
you know exactly what time it is. I think the watch is a dead thing. You can't oh, that's say, a good you question. Can, can you set your phone forward? Can you set your phone forward? Can you trick yourself with a phone? No. Because it's automatic, right? Oh, that's a good question. You'd have... Well, that's outrage. That's our. That's an outrage. Let's start a movie. Can you, yeah, right can you trick your phone about where you are? Yeah. Like, but tell your phone you're somewhere else. You know, you should be able to trick your phone. You should. They're ruling us. This is 1984. What I used to do with my phone when I was on, when I was on the road doing comedy a lot, I yeah. would look at my phone, and there's on I-10 in the middle of the Panhandle of Florida is where it switches from central to eastern time zone. Yeah. And I would watch my phone as I drove down to see how close the oh. sign was, and it was pretty close. Was it I really? Say, like that quick? I would say 40 yards. Wow. It oh, was within 40 yards of that sign. It would go to eastern it time zone. It would switch out. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. Now yeah. you could buy a phone from uh, you could and, and turn on put in airplane mode and never use it as a phone and let the time change and then move to another city and it'd be three hours <laughs> off. Exactly. Yeah. And then you never turn the phone part on. You only leave it on airplane mode. And that, my friends, is our answer. That's how you break it. <laughs> Bingo. That's how Take you do it. Yeah. Tips for Indiana easy. and Arizona. <laughs> Tips for easy living. Folks, what's up with these phones and their time? Ladies, take a break. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. You in the corner. Come on over here. Okay. So this is great. We're hanging out here. And you know what? Uh, I'm in a spin class. I told Lawrence about this. It's still happening. Uh, I'm in a spin class. You ever taken a spin class? I have not. No. You guys look like you can spin. It's Yeah, it's terrible, you like right? It? Um, I, did I tell you this story? I went to the spin class. Sure. And... Um, Whenever the uh, teacher goes, okay, we're going up a hill now, and everyone, st- everyone stand up. They stand up on their bikes. I yell out, to the peak! <laughs> right? I just yell that. I'm like, to the peak! <laughs> and I just did it as a joke, right? And I went back a week later, and he did the whole, like, okay, we're going up a hill now, and the rest of the crowd yelled it out. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, now they do that. That's they their thing out. now. Nice. Yeah, they yell, that's their thing. Whenever he's like, okay, you we're going up a hill now. It. To the peak! <laughs> So that's what it's going to be with this phone thing. We innovate here on the show. Here at the El Segundo Brewery. We do. I just went to uh, a Soul Cycle. I don't know if people know that. That's yep. like the, the big, right, cultish Can kind of thing. Hemlock? <laughs> <laughs> the high end. Can I have like a Coke or something? Uh-huh. Thanks. Coke? Thanks. Coke. For yeah, this thank gentleman. You. Uh, so they, before you have to reserve your spot online. Eating at this badly is making me parched. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> really work up a, <laughs> a little dry. <laughs> Keep egg, them coming. <laughs> egg, uh, egg McMuffin is still being served. Huh? You drank that in one <laughs> sip. I, I did not know that. <laughs> okay, so the while well, you're drinking the the Soul Cycle, they have a they have a teacher uh, or instructor bio on the website. So it says who your instructor is going to be, and it said, uh, you know, her, she had motivational quotes, she had where she's from, uh, her favorite music, and then it said, uh, you know, so all this bio stuff, and it said guilty pleasure, and she wrote honesty. <laughs> honesty, like, yeah. I didn't wow. know if I want to take that class anymore. Yeah. Like, I, like, your teacher wrote that? Yeah. Wow. Her guilty pleasure is honesty. I don't Hold understand. 
my spin teacher. We're calling her a teacher yeah. now? <laughs> she has a bio? I got good legs. All right, let's go. <laughs> I don't want to have a quote from my spin teacher. What kind of music you like? Shitty. Because it's always shitty music. Exactly. Well, that's like, uh, okay, the phrase brew master. Yeah, Do we have a brew master here? We're in a brewery. Yes. Are you a brew master? No. I mean, the word master seems a little grandiose. Master. You know what I mean? Master shot. Shouldn't it be like yeah. brew expert? Or? Expert or, yeah. Head brewer. Head brewer. Head brewer is a good one, yeah. Brewer in charge. PhD in, PhD in brewology. Yeah. Brew yeah. master. Oh, yeah, they don't master. like that. Okay, okay. Look, yeah. you got a head brewer like on the front row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dungeon master. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, ladies, hang in there. We got. I want you to finish your beer. We're going to bring you on stage. You're going to dance with tassels. <laughs> Good news. We're one-tenth of the way through the podcast. <laughs> one-tenth, yes. One-tenth. Uh... Depends on which phone you're looking at. <laughs> you ever wonder what the performers felt like uh, on the Titanic? Uh, <laughs> was there a comedian on that voyage? <laughs> Don't make any jokes about the ice. <laughs> That's what they told uh, the comedian. It's not dark yet. It's getting, <laughs> it's getting there, right? Uh, I'm having fun. I'm having fun with you guys. You know, we joke, but we really we joke because we hate. We do. Uh, <laughs> we joke because we hate. Um, how about uh, let's talk about? Uh... Ouch! That hurts. Ouch! That hurts. Ouch! That's a song they rarely play. They rarely have to. Uh, it's, called, it's called Ouch, That, that Hurts. Um, it's exciting. I want them. Can you guys break some more stuff back there? They're working. We can see them from here. They're working. That's, no, that's a different guy. That's the brake master. He just, yeah, he's, he's, the brake he's the master master. of breaking yeah. things. Right he there. breaks it. Who knows how to bust up hops? Hey, guys, we're going to finish up the show with uh, something we like to call, uh, uh, we like to call it uh, uh, Meritless Advice. Now, if you'd like to, if you'd like a, a, a CD from the Cash Withdrawal Sextet, you can buy that after the show. Uh, it's only forty nine ninety five. Oh, actually, because I love this crowd so much. For you tonight, special deal for their CDs, uh, one hundred forty nine ninety five. Whoa! Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can yeah, you can get on Laserdisc. I like that. I like that, sir. Eight-track tape. Reel to reel. Yeah, I appreciate it. Wire tape. Huh? Wire. Yeah. Wire recorder. This Never. feels less like a show, more like a wiretap. And uh, where were we, guys? Uh, G. Baker writes. Uh, this is uh, at Greg Zilla writes. Uh, if we had an eighth day of the week, what would it be called? Hmm. Well, what's the question? If you had an eighth day of the week, what would it be called? Do you have an idea, Linda? I would call it... I don't. Here's what I would call it. I'd call it Saturday and have two Saturdays. Because there'd be even less of a chance that anything would ever get done on a Saturday. Exactly. Because I'd be like... Yeah, like a know. Saturday in the middle of the week? A, a second Saturday? I'd put them together, but you could just say, look, we got, I got confused. I know I was supposed to work Saturday, but I wasn't sure which one. Oh, so it's just back-to-back Saturdays. You yeah, could back-to-back call, Saturdays. Or tomorrow. You could call it tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's always a good one. What are you going to do it tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, so tomorrow always... would be a good day for the eighth. For the I, eighth I think you week. put the, the second Saturday, if you put it at where between Tuesday and Wednesday, 
then you never have more than two days of work. Yeah. Like, That's you know true. what I mean? Like, it's like, and no one works on Monday, right? No one works on Monday anyway. You're, you're there, but you don't work. Tuesday, you wouldn't work because Saturday's in there. Oh, I got a good name for it. In honor of our mascot here at the show, how about Linday? Linday. Oh, Linday. Yeah. Linday? That would be good. Linday tomorrow or For a while there, Saturday. everyone kind Chime of spread out and started arguing with each other about what they would name the Like there was real disharmony in the crowd, and now I think we're back together again. And Those two all... got further away from making out. Yeah, it's provocative. Yeah. We're all rowing in the same question. I appreciate you saying the word provocative, sir. Um, now here's one. This is another one from Greg Zilla, and this is very appropriate, and I'm going to ask the, uh, uh, the Master Brew... Uh, <laughs> uh, this question: Why don't this is from Greg Zilla? Why don't we have calcium fortified beer? Because no, no, no. Hey, this is a question from Greg Zilla <laughs> at G Baker one eighty two. Why don't we have calcium fortified beer? We we have calcium. We have other stuff. I mean, why don't we have beer with rose hips? That's my question. <laughs> why don't we have beer that's going to make us healthy? Why can't we do both? <laughs> Fighting's breaking out again. No, but like, why do we why do we fortify things that are already healthy? Why don't we fortify beer with more healthy ingredients? What do you think? How would how she said fuck that? We don't need it, and that's where we're at right now. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You know, if you round up some carrots in there, maybe you'll be able to see the chick is ugly at the end of the night. Carrots are supposed to make your eyesight better. That's right. right. You yeah. mean beer's not made from carrots? <laughs> You're less, a less of a prescription on your beer goggles. This is so, really yeah. th- this is really throwing me for a loop right here. <laughs> Wait a second. Bert's, Bert's back. Bert has a large group of people following him. I was wondering where the crowd went. But it, they all like just a, followed him into the parking the lot to get wasted with Like Christ the Bert. disciples. I'm just checking our levels. I'm checking our levels. Level check, level check. I'm just checking the levels on this. Uh, yeah, I've been getting really hammered, and I just got high, and now I feel perfect. A- and I know that Netflix is on my phone, and I can listen to the whole ride home. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's God. definitely high. Because I always thought Netflix was something you watched. Here's my uh, growler. Bert, Bert, uh, Bert has a growler. Uh, I that- got it last year. This, uh, this is still on. Uh, I got it last year here. I, I suggest everyone getting a growler, although they got new growlers. Uh, but it's really dirty. You, okay, it's really dirty because I hadn't washed it since last year. And it still had beer in it. It was all moldy this morning. But uh, I want that beer, man. That IPA that I'm drinking right now is so fucking good here. Yeah, and that's all that was happening in the parking lot? Just just marijuana and beer? That's all? Just marijuana. Uh, solamente marijuana. Solamente. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was exciting. Hang on. We got, we got a few more things here. Uh, a few more things to discuss. Any more? Uh, Ian at, at Yawn writes... Uh, taco cannon, good idea. No. Oh, like a T-shirt cannon, huh? No, you don't like that. Yeah, you're the person that <laughs> doesn't want to be healthy. Yeah, maybe a cannon with kale or like some. With kale. Yeah. A, ta- it would be a kale messy. taco. <laughs> Listen to yourself, woman. Oh I don't think God. any kind of food cannon is a great direction to go. I don't think there should be taco cannons or soup cannons or chili cannons. Yeah. Clam chowder salad, cannon. Salad cannon. Who wants clam chowder? 
Yeah. No. Reload. So. Gary Reload. Cannons. <laughs> Gary Cannons, the worst. <laughs> Gary Cannons. Gary Cannons. Oh, no one wants <laughs> Gary <laughs> Cannons. <laughs> no one wants <laughs> Gary <laughs> Cannons. <laughs> um, we'll have to cut that part out. Doctor. <laughs> Doctor no, 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 no one wants Gary Cannons. No one wants Gary Cannons. And they sh- if they do, they shop at Ross. <laughs> that was Bert Kreischer. That's not the beer talking. Uh, if you know Gary, that's not the beer talking. <laughs> that was real. Um, I'm glad we're able to make each other laugh. I, uh, Dr. Leviathan writes, uh, if your significant other Doctor. has multiple personality disorder, is that considered cheating or a three-way? 100% nothing. Well, here's the thing. This, this assumes you're having any kind of sexual relations with your significant other. <laughs> Which is assuming a lot if you've been married for a while. Yeah. So does it count if it's like a different personality that you're having sex with someone else? What Does that mean, let's say you have three personalities. You, you yeah. meet a woman who has three personalities. I, I, I guess that's sexist. Then I'm assuming it's a woman that has the multiple personalities. That is sexist. But it is. <laughs> I think it's the definition of sexist, right? <laughs> You just I just want, I wanted to call it out before anyone else did. <laughs> My point is, is if you have multiple personalities, and by that logic, you get to lose your you get to lose your virginity three times. Then, right? Same person. If you have three personalities yourself and you masturbate <laughs> with one of your other personalities, are you? Okay, that just got someone with a I vote for pizza shirt out of his chair. And he's like, and uh, this does interest me. What the hell are you talking about? Wait a second. You can masturbate better? Did someone say multiple personality masturbation? If I were to to develop a few extra personalities, it would enhance my masturbation. I think that's how I took what he said. Yeah. Um, If you were to masturbate and you have three personalities with one of your other personalities... Oh, you could lose your virginity two different times, right? Right. Or actually, you're exponentially. Pers- yeah. I think it's sad that we're considering masturbation losing your virginity. <laughs> that kind of bums me again, out. Again, you haven't been married for a while. <laughs> that bums me out a little bit. It's called it's called saligamy. When you're by yourself, yeah. When you just jack off, it's called saligamy. Saligamy. Yep, oh, really? yep. It's a new thing I just saw on Twitter. Saligamy. Oh, wow. That's saliga you. <laughs> We gotta go. I, you know, I've enjoyed this so much. It's been so fun hanging out with you guys. Listen to Cash Madral at some other occasion if you can. It's on the Nerdist Network. Thank you to Dave for having the, uh, the festival itself. Dave Williamson, he's he's got the, he he created the El Segundo Festival. Festival. Uh, a big hand for Bert Kreischer who helped out here setting us up with the technology. A special thanks to Mr. Lawrence Thomas who helped Lawrence. sneak me into the Kentucky Lawrence. Derby. And how about a hand for Mr. Steve Mazon? Yeah. yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope to work with some other occasion. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Don't forget to set your clocks back. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com.